What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Wrestling. Let's talk about it. Told you guys I was going to try to record more episodes. It's not in my car this time, so it's not going to sound weird. It should sound like an actual podcast episode. <laughs> um, I have the house to myself for once. Uh, everybody is gone, so actually recording this in my kitchen, not in a car while I'm driving, like God intended, hopefully. So, this episode, I'm not even sure what it's going to be about. It might just be all over the place, because I wasn't even sure what to talk about. There's so much that's happened in wrestling, not just since I made a podcast a year ago in October, but now there's been a lot that's happened since I made a podcast a week ago about my trip to All Out. Um, you know, between the championship changing hands, which a lot of people I don't think expected right now, and the controversy with Ric Flair, and the fallout from All Out, um, between, you know, what's happened with Daniel Bryan's storyline and Adam Cole's storyline and Punk's storyline took a direction I wasn't expecting it to take. And there's just a lot going on in the wrestling world right now. And I will say, because I didn't mention it last week and I apologize because I, I bring this up because Impact is doing something for her that I'm glad that people are remembering Daphne for who she was as a person because I'm glad to see that she's being remembered and it's a very very sad situation to see what her situation turned into I wish they could have gotten to her before and they could have saved her could have gotten her the help she needed so yeah I I suffer with depression and anxiety myself so I know people have said this over and over again but seriously if you are feeling like you want to hurt yourself, like you want to hurt others, like you want to take your own life, reach out to somebody. There are communities of wrestling fans that will sit down and talk to you, even if it's a random stranger that you have to reach out to. There are people that will sit down and talk to you because there are people, even in this world, believe it or not, that will sit down and listen to you so you don't take your own life. Especially, especially, I hate the way I say that word. AEW fans, um, I know wrestling fans in general are typically they're pretty caring people, most of them, not all of them. I've been on a couple of wrestling groups. I know there's some some bad seeds out there, but most wrestling fans just want to go to shows and enjoy the the company or the business or wrestling in general with other people. Since wrestling is a dying art, like I talked about in the last podcast. They just want to be there with the same people that enjoy the same thing they do, just in case it's not around in 20 years. I'm personally glad it still is, because my son is starting to get into wrestling. He's three. He turned three in August. He's actually named after CM Punk. His middle name is Brooks. And I've got a picture that his mom sent me of him sitting on the couch watching wrestling. And he's getting into it younger than I was. I mean, I got into it when I was eight. The first time I ever watched wrestling I was eight years old so he's getting into it five years sooner than I did and so I'm hoping that you know he can grow up with the same passion I did when I was you know eight nine ten years old I had a dream of being a tag team partner with a friend of mine his health went to crap he didn't end up getting into wrestling the wrestling business and neither did I and I did 
sports casting for school there for for the last year or so for wrestling and I just decided I didn't want to do sports casting because I wanted to work for WWE but after hearing of all the horror stories of people and what happens behind the scenes at WWE I didn't want to work for them anymore and I felt like it was going to be hard for me to get a job at AEW if I got my degree at Full Sail because Full Sail is connected with WWE. Now, I know that sounds weird, but I know there's this whole politics thing when it comes to companies. Like I felt like if I got my degree through Full Sail for sports casting, I couldn't get a job with AEW because of their connections with WWE. Like they literally filmed NXT on the Full Sail campus, so I felt like I was just doing something wrong in that aspect. I still want to work for a wrestling company someday. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what those connections would be. I would love to be able to help work behind the scenes for AEW or even an independent show. I mean, you know, there's a lot of of shows, independent shows that people run. Northeast Wrestling and, you know, GCW is considered an independent company. And there's just a lot of, there's a lot out there. If you're a wrestling fan, there's a lot out there. It's like it's honestly probably right now the best time to be a wrestling fan because GCW starting to to come up with Moxie getting involved with them and Nick Gage starting to get more media main media attention and AEW with all their signings that they just did is is huge. I I'm hoping hoping WWE has a turnaround, but if not. I don't know if this is the end of them. I don't know if they're just in a, a slump right now or what. I'm not... I never wish for a company to... To die because I know everybody needs a job. It's not... The crew members and the wrestlers and all that that I'm mad at. It's the creative direction of everything because I know who has the final say in it. And it's just frustrating, you know, having to watch something that you've been watching loyally for... 20 plus years turn into what it is now but that's we can do another whole episode about that if we really wanted to get into that because it's a lot what's what do we talk about the Ric Flair controversy did we get that out of the way first you know because there's not a whole lot to talk about it's not it's what what he did if what he did what are what the flight attendants are saying he did was true it wasn't okay some people are excusing it, saying that the party culture back then was what it was. It doesn't matter if it was the 70s, 80s, 90s, 30s. I don't care when it was. If you are somebody who sexually assaults women, sexually harasses women, or drugs women and rapes them, you're a piece of shit. It's that simple. It doesn't matter when it was. It does not matter what the culture was back then. You're a piece of shit. So, Tommy Dreamer saying that was Ric Flair. People are saying, oh, he didn't mean it that way. Well, then he shouldn't have worded it the way he did. And if you have, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch the clip from Dark Side of the Ring, the plane ride from Hell episode. Tommy Dreamer basically excuses Ric Flair's behavior about him sexually harassing and assaulting a flight attendant and showing himself, exposing himself to the flight attendant when they didn't want him to. And apparently Scott Hall was involved in it too, and so was... Uh, Dustin Rhodes, uh, Gold Dust, but apparently he wasn't as much involved in it as the other two were, and 
this whole story came out, and apparently there's an episode of Dark Side of the Ring coming out next week, too, that also makes Ric Flair look bad. So, at the time that he was getting ready to sign with AEW, possibly, and possibly get back in the ring, it does not look like that's going to happen at this time, because I don't think Tony Khan's going to touch him now. And with Tommy Dreamer's comments he made about excusing Ric Flair's behavior, he has now been suspended indefinitely from... Uh, impact wrestling so it and he seemed like such a great person too it's weird because he seemed like the type of person that backstage morale he was great and all of that and maybe it's just the way he worded it was wrong maybe he shouldn't have said it the way he said it because it it didn't sit well with me either like I'm not one of those people that's like oh this person said this let's cancel immediately no I cancel culture I think is one of the most ridiculous things it all depends on the situation there's certain situations where yeah, this person deserves to get in trouble. There's certain situations where, no, this doesn't deserve to happen. Like, there was a cancel culture situation a while back where, 20 years ago, this guy, this white teacher dressed as Michael Jackson for Halloween. And all of a sudden, he was in trouble, almost losing his job, because he dressed as Michael Jackson one year for Halloween. Because people were saying now that it was a racist thing to do. Whether it was a racist thing to do, I don't know. But for somebody to go back 20 years and dig something up on this guy, you either didn't like this guy and you wanted to get him fired or he did something to you and you were trying to get him fired but to dig up something from somebody's past 20 years ago that does not include the sexual harassment thing because I know people are going to come back at me and say well Ric Flair's thing was this long ago yeah it was but it include possible rape and sexual assault that was that's a whole different thing that's a whole different situation we're in there that does not have a okay it's been this long it doesn't matter if you rape or sexually assault somebody. It doesn't matter if it's been 50 years or if it's been five minutes ago. You should get in trouble for it. Okay. I went on way longer ranting on that than I wanted to. Ric Flair, if he did what he was accused of, should not have done what he did. If he's losing his sponsorships and he's losing all of his jobs that he had, then... That's on him. That's You don't expose yourself to people. You don't sexually assault people. You don't sexually harass people. Doesn't matter when it was. Doesn't matter what your culture was then. So let's, let's talk about the fallout from All Out. So I wasn't expecting a couple of the storylines. Because when Adam Cole and Brian Daniels, and I keep wanting to call him Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniels and debuted... There was this thing where it seemed like they were going to work together. And they kind of are. But I thought it was going to be like Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, and Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage versus the Elite or something like that. But now it looks like they're having Bryan Danielson versus Omega, Adam Cole versus people. Like, it's just he's just basically defending the Elite is what he's doing. And then they've got CM Punk, surprisingly, actually going up against Team Taz. That is his next rivalry, and that is something I did not expect to see. Uh, that was a pretty good promo. If you haven't gone back and watched it, he asked the crowd, Punk does, who he wants to fight next. And they're saying Moxley, which I would love to see CM Punk versus Moxley because Punk said he never got the chance to fight Ambrose in WWE, which I don't know if that's true or not I don't remember if he got to 
because he was only there for Ambrose Ted was only on the main roster for a year and two months before Punk left. Ambrose debuted with the Shield in November of 2012, and Punk left in January 2014. Because I I don't think they got to work together because there was a program for CM Punk that lasted from March to April with the Undertaker for the Paul Bears Earn. So I don't think they got to work. To, I don't think there was ever a storyline of them working together. Fun fact, if people don't know this, CM Punk was originally supposed to be the leader of the Shield, and Chris Hero, Seth Rollins, Ambrose, and Punk were supposed to be the Shield. Reigns was never supposed to be a part of it. Uh, before Vincent Mann got his hands on it and said, no, these are the people that I want as the Shield, CM Punk never became a part of it. If you go back and watch the promos for WWE 2013 or 2K13, you can see a promo shot in the video of him, Punk, in the S.H.I.E.L.D. vest. Because that was originally the the idea. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see him go through Hobbs and go through, you know, Hook. Uh, and to, to face Starks, because Starks is great on the mic, so... To have him and Starks go back and forth in promos will be great. Now, as far as Brian Danielson goes, him versus Omega will be a fantastic match. I don't think he's going to go for the title right now. A lot of people are up in arms because, look, he just came in. He shouldn't be going for the title already. Their match that they've announced for Grand Slam next week is not for the title. So, as of right now, it looks like he won't be dropping the title to Brian Danielson I don't know who Omega is going to be dropping the title to. He's got a bunch of injuries that he admitted to back in May when they did a live podcast at Double or Nothing. So I'm surprised he has not dropped the title already. Because he said, I think he said he had a, a couple knee injuries. He's got a couple of something to do with his... Uh, it's it's several, like it's more than three. Uh, so I'm surprised he has not taken time off yet. But I'm not wondering if he's not trying to find the right time to drop it. Or who to drop it to. A lot of people thought he was going to drop it to Christian Cage a couple weeks ago at All Out, which did not happen. If I was going to have him drop it to anybody, gosh, I don't even know. At this point, if you drop it to an ex-WWE star, people are going to complain. If you drop it to somebody who's homegrown in AEW, they're going to say it's too soon. So, like, it's, it's hard saying who you really want to win that title because... You have to build a good story, and right now they're building a good story with him and Brian Danielson, but it's not a it's not a title story. It's just a who's better because they're two of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Side note: I do not like the new cover for the PWI magazine because Kenny Omega was the number one wrestler again, but I do not like the cover. I love the cover from a couple of years ago. I don't like the new one. There's something about it that's just off for me. I I was gonna get it signed by him when I met him later on, whenever I could. I don't like it. What else is there? Uh, Biggie winning WWE title. Not expected. A lot of people knew that he was going to cash in. Uh, those who knew that he was, you know, money in the bank case holder because a lot of people don't even watch WWE anymore. He won the case. People knew he was going to cash in, but people didn't know if he was going to win. That was the huge thing. Was like is. Big E actually going to become WWE Champion, and he did. 
and he definitely deserves it. He's been working hard. I went to last time I went to Raw was 2013, and he was in one of the main storylines. Then, I mean, he's been working his ass off since as long as I can remember. Um, you know, helping build a new day, and you know, he was with Dolph Ziggler there for a while, and now he was on his own after the new day kind of split up. There's kind of still a thing. Um, it's people are saying that he should turn heel uh, because now they're just calling Kofi and Xavier New Day because Big E's on his own, so it would make sense to turn him heel. Uh, but at the same time, he's such a good person backstage and everything that turning him heel after all the stories that have come out about him and a great person he is doesn't work in itself. You would have to almost have. Xavier and Kofi turn heel on him and be jealous that he won the title and have them, you know, double team him, whatever, to have the advantage on him. Because I don't see them turn him heel now that all this has come out about him being such a good guy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll turn him into this, you know, monster heel that that needs to just run through everybody. Um, and we also don't know how long he'll have the title, though, too. Whether or not he's a transitional champion and he loses it Monday night or he'll have it until Extreme Rules. He looks, I think Extreme Rules is next weekend. I think it's next weekend. It's not this weekend. So, I mean, he could lose it at Extreme Rules too. Super glad he won it. He's my son's mom, Brittany. She's met him. She said he was a nice guy. He seems like a great guy. He's worked his butt off. Glad to see him get at least, even if it's a short run, glad to see he get a short run with it. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I'm, I don't know what else to say besides I'm happy for him. Um, we'll see where it goes. Now, before I get into the last thing, because I'll probably go on a rant with it. The big, big, big rumor right now is Bray Wyatt. So, nobody knows where Bray Wyatt's going. He got released, shockingly, by WWE back at the end of July. I think it was July, because we were sitting, eating, when Brittany told me that he got released. So I think it was at the end of July. Wasn't expecting it, because I thought he, you know, was just out with an injury or, you know, resting up or something like that. Because I think he's got two kids at home now. And all of a sudden, he's gone. Um, they're actually selling Christmas Fiend merch after they released him, which I thought was messed up. But anyway, there's a rumor that he's going to debut maybe at Grand Slam in New York for Dynamite. And that's what Grand Slam means is that he got Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, and CM Punk. And now Ray Wyatt is the, the fourth one, which would be the Grand Slam home run. Uh, a lot of people think that that's what that means. A lot of people think that this Grand Slam just means because it's it's at a tennis stadium. Uh, Arthur Ashe is a, a tennis stadium. People think that Grand Slam just means that. Um, first dance in Chicago did mean something, though. So Grand Slam could very well mean something, too, what we don't know yet. But if he debuts, he's not going to debut as The Fiend because I was told by Brittany that he sold the rights to The Fiend to WWE, even though it was his creation, which I think is the stupidest thing you could do. Because if you create something, do not give them that character. You say, hey, I'm going to use it. 
you can tell me how to use it, but it's mine. So that way he could take it. If he did go somewhere else, he could take it. So for him to not be able to use that character, he's going to come back as Wyndham himself, or he'll come back as Bray Wyatt. I don't know. But the rumor is within the next two weeks, he'll be in AEW. If not, I believe he'll go to Impact uh, with Strowman because there's a rumor that Strowman's going to Impact. It's just, there's a lot going on right now with all that's been released, a lot of rumors. Uh, right now, like I said before, the perfect time to be a wrestling fan because there's so much exciting stuff going on. We just have to keep an eye on everything. The crazy thing is keeping up with everything. Like, as a wrestling fan, you're like, this just happened, and now this is happening, and now this is happening, and keeping tabs on everything. And that's why it's so hard for me to, to keep it straight on the podcast because even if I try to write things down, I'll be like, okay, let me talk about this instead. So even if I write it down and write a list of things, I just, I'll go off the rails if I talk about something like the Ric Flair thing, for example. I talked about that longer than I wanted to. But lastly, because Brittany suggested this, is what I think WWE has to do to try to get back on track because they just redid their NXT program. And Triple H is no longer in charge. Vince McMahon, uh, Kevin Dunn are now in charge of this thing. People don't like it. People are not happy with it. The first episode was last week. And the I will admit that the, the sitting area, the stadium itself, looks better than I thought it was going to. Because it's not... They revealed the logo. And the logo, logo looked like a Power Rangers logo. It was all colorful. looked like something a kid would do. So I was expecting that to be what the stadium looked like. I thought it was going to be all colorful. It was going to look like a rainbow puked all over it. It didn't look like that. The arena didn't look too bad itself. Um, I didn't watch that episode of NXT. I read the results. And I belonged to a couple of wrestling groups on Facebook. So I was just kind of gauging what people thought of it. Um, people just weren't didn't seem like they were happy with it. They were mad that they changed Rick Steiner's son's name to what they changed it to. Um, and they were upset about um what was it uh not fish not fish riley o'reilly sorry him getting pulled from the match because they didn't understand why he got pulled from the the fatal four-way match to give it to a guy that nobody's ever seen before um, the fatal four-way match people said was great Tommaso finally got the title back um, i'm glad he has a title back because what i was afraid of was that they were going to give it to a younger guy and they were going to release everybody else. Because that's what this new NXT program is. They want to build the younger stars in the future. And they don't want anybody like, what they say, over the age of 30-something? It may be 30, maybe 32, but they don't want to promote wrestlers that are over a certain age. So for them to give it to Tommaso was very shocking because I didn't think that they were going to give it to somebody older. I thought they were going to give it to somebody that either just got there or somebody that they had signed that was super young or somebody nobody's ever heard of something like that but they they pulled the trigger on him we'll see how long they actually give him the title and it looks like in key demographics raw is actually losing to to dynamite now too um i love having competition so i don't like i said earlier i don't want to see wwe go down i don't want them to to lose out on because where's everybody going to go? You can't have everybody 
jump ship to AEW. If, if WWE were to finally close the doors, there's not enough room for everybody to go to AEW. There's not enough money for everybody to go to AEW. Impact has been hanging on by a thread for God knows how long. The only reason Impact is still around, I think, is because there's a couple companies that gave them money and said, hey, here, you know, take this and run with it. And they have, and they've, they're just not doing as well as they used to. Like, I've, I have a Roku TV, and they have an Impact Wrestling channel where it shows nothing but Impact shows. And looking at the product from, you know, 10, 15 years ago compared to now, I don't know how much longer they're going to be around. Same thing with Ring of Honor. But the controversy with Marty Skrull and Ring of Honor and the controversy with, you know, how the wrestlers treated people backstage, how ROH treated their wrestlers, I don't know how much longer they're going to be around either. They don't have a crowd anymore. I think, what did Brittany tell me? When they did the Death Before Dishonor, I think that was only like 100 or 200 tickets sold or something like that for Ring of Honor, which used to sell out. Like, they used to sell at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. So, for them to not be selling out shows anymore, I don't know how long they're going to last either. I honestly think the only reason Ring of Honor is still around was because maybe they got the small business loan from the government when the pandemic happened and they had to shut down. Uh, maybe that's what's keeping them afloat. But there's so much stuff that that came about about them that it hurt them too. So... The competition that we could have, we could have a competition of Ring of Honor versus AEW versus Impact versus WWE if everything played its cards right. But right now, it looks like the only two people that are really playing that game are New Japan and AEW. Yeah, they've brought in a couple of guys to AEW from Impact, but nothing, there's nothing really that's happened with it. Like, Christian Cage has their title, but I think he has their title to try to put Impact on the map, but it's not really happening because... You either watch Impact after it's already aired, you watch it as it's airing in clips online, or you watch it on like Twitch. There's I can't remember I can't remember what channel it's on on TV, but most people don't have that channel, which is one of the reasons why Impact can't be watched. And if you look at this company that grew AJ Styles and grew you know Abyss and turned these guys Christopher Daniels and Kazarian into the wrestlers that they are now, and to see the arena that they have turned into. It looks like an independent show, which is sad because they have 20 years of experience, but they still look like they're running an independent show. So I don't know what needs to happen. Now with WWE, I know what needs to happen with them. Something needs to change with creative. One of the things that works with AEW is that they let their wrestlers not necessarily have creative control, but they give them the opportunity to sit down and talk with Tony Khan and say, hey, this is the direction I want my storyline to go. Or this is what I want to say on television. And Tony says, okay, how about we try this? Or, yes, that's fine to say. And they don't have a script to read off of. They, he goes out there and lets them ad-lib what they're going to say. They have an idea of what's going to be in their promo, yes. So if their promo is about, let's say Brian Danielson comes out and he has to talk about Omega. He has to mention the rivalry of Omega and he has to mention the elite. But he can also he can put it in any way he wants to. He doesn't have to say it a certain way. And with WWE, everything is so scripted and so repetitive, and I think that's their issue, is they just keep giving us the same matches over and over again. Like, we thought we were going to get Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor at um, SummerSlam finally, and then they pulled the trigger, and now it was John Cena versus Roman Reigns, which 
I, I don't know how many people wanted that. John Cena just came back for that match and then left again. Now we're getting Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar again, which has happened so many times over the last five years. That's what I'm talking about with repetitive. So the Big E win was a, a breath of fresh air for this whole situation. How long that lasts, I don't know. That's what worries me is that that breath of fresh air could just, you know, go right back out. They could go right out the door. They just need to figure out how to make themselves fresh again. To get people talking about them in a positive way again. Because there's no positivity that I've seen coming from the WWE side of things right now. The only people that are positively saying things about WWE right now are the people that have religiously watched it for the last 20-something years and refused to watch AEW or refused to watch Ring of Honor or refused to watch Impact. I watch, like I said, I watch everything. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'll keep saying it. I watch everything. And I've watched WWE. I've tried watching WWE. I tried watching SummerSlam. And I just, I don't, I don't know what to do to, I, I can't do anything to help them. I'm just a fan. Like, if I could go in and help them, trust me, I would. Because something needs to change. Whether or not it's Vince McMahon needing to step down and letting somebody else take over. Which right now it can't be Triple H. He had just had his surgery. Hopefully he recovers. Uh, God forbid something happened to him. Because he ran what NXT used to be. And it was fantastic. You know, two years ago. Well, whatever WWE needs to do. Whether it be get rid of Kevin Dunn. Vince McMahon steps down. Uh, Bruce Pritchard steps away. I don't know who needs to come in and help pick this up, but somebody does. Because it's just going downhill, and people are saying, yeah, they're still making money, and they're still getting ratings. Yes, they are. But their ratings, you know, 20 years ago, they were getting 4 million, 5 million, 6 million views. Now they're getting 1.7, 2 million people a week. And it just keeps going down. Um, like I said, Dynamite has beat Raw in the ratings a couple times already. Not by much, but in the 18 to 49 demographic, they beat them in the ratings. And I want to see them survive. I want to see them have a turnaround because I want that competition there. Because I feel like there is a law in wrestling without competition, which is one of the reasons why I think AEW feels so exciting is because it's the competition and they are... If something happens on... Raw that you don't like, or, you know, NXT that you don't like, you can go to AEW and be like, oh, this is cool. Like, the, if you haven't watched it, the Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks cage match from All Out was fantastic. I could go and watch that match a million times. As a wrestling fan, you go and look for the things that you can go back and watch over and over again and still enjoy it. It's just like a movie. You find a movie that you like, you'll watch it over and over again. Wrestling's the same way. You find a match that you like or a wrestler that you like, you'll go back and you'll watch their matches over and over again. But there's not very many wrestlers right now, to me, and this this is just everybody's opinion, this is just my opinion, there's not a lot of wrestlers on the roster right now for WWE that I would go back and rewatch their matches again and again. Because Roman Reigns was shoved down our throat for so long after he left the Shield that it's it's time to push somebody else. I understand that he's The Rock's relation I get it so is Nia Jax we're not even going to go into her I'm not I'll do an entire podcast about how dangerous that woman is that's why I don't want to talk about it right now because she that woman gets me heated anyway they 
have the opportunity to grow their stars like AEW is doing, but they keep pushing the same people over and over again. Lesnar, Reigns, they'll have Goldberg come in for a match and then leave. Uh, Lashley came back, which is great. Lashley, you know, leaves and comes and goes. He's done it a couple times, and they had him as champion, gave him his run. Glad that he got his chance. Glad that Big E's getting their chance now. But they have to figure out a formula that works for them where people are going to start watching again before they go down. I don't know how long it's going to be before they go down, but I give it two years if things don't change. Because it is not looking good for them. Um, There's so much hate for them right now as far as the company goes. Hopefully... They turn around because AEW needs that competition so things don't get stale again. Either that or one of the other companies picks up and starts doing something well enough to where there's competition again. So that way we don't just have to go back to having one program a week. Because right now we have more wrestling to watch on television than we ever have. Between Raw on Monday, NXT on Tuesday, Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage and SmackDown on Friday... Um, There's just so much to watch, and for us to, if we lost WWE, we'd be losing, you know, three different programs in that week. So, do I still watch WWE? No, because I do not agree with the way they run things. I do not agree with the way that creative is right now, but do I want to see them go down? No, I want to see them change what they're doing now to get the audience back, to pull people back in, to get people interested again without bringing in stars from 25 years ago. For one match. Because I know what Vince is about to do. Vince is about to try to pull the Undertaker out of retirement. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see him pull the Undertaker out of retirement for one match. To to try to get the audience back. Because you're going to get him back for one match. And then they're going to leave again. You have to find something permanent. That is going to work. That is going to work for your creative. That is going to pull people back in. And get people interested to watch every single week again. Let's hope we get that. Because as a wrestling fan... I want to not have to go on a rant every week on the podcast about something being wrong. I just want to be a happy wrestling fan. Being it all out was the happiest I've ever been as a wrestling fan because of everything that happened. I just want to keep that feeling going. Uh, We're going on 35 minutes, so I think we're good here. Um, I don't really have much more to talk about as far as anything goes because I'll just go into a rant again. I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I will try to do another episode next week. Um, Everybody's going to be here next weekend, so I'll figure something out. I'll go sit in my car if I have to. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys. Listen to you guys? I don't know. Next week.